Hello and welcome. We are here doing episode five for the Untranslatable podcast. My name is Chad and we want to welcome you to our episode today titled Drunchies Around the World. I am here with my fellow traveler, friend, businessman, so many different titles. I don't even know where to where to end with them. Jared, what's going on? Hello there. That was quite an introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I try my best. What can I say? Well, first of all, please, everyone, follow us at Untranslatable1 on Twitter. Our Instagram is untranslatablepodcast, and our email is untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com if you guys have any sort of questions, comments, concerns. Please, Untranslatables well, leave for con- us to share. Yes, that too. You can leave the concerns to yourself, actually. But uh, que- <laughs> questions sure or compliments, I'm well. Uh, we welcome. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> questions, compliments. Absolutely. Any sort Without of accolade, I'll take. <clears throat> <laughs> right. But the the interesting thing about compliments is, I feel like the way the way you respond and take compliments really, I think, has almost a bigger effect in the compliment given. Right. Yeah, I don't take compliments well, actually. Okay, well, well, see, I feel like not taking compliments well in what? Okay, so in what way? Um, like sometimes I'll try to downplay it, you know, someone compliment, okay. and you're like, nah, it's it's not that big of a deal. Or I'll um, I don't know, you it's all, you, that kind of awkward joke you make. I don't know, some sort of de- self deprecating, okay, post sure. joke. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know what the, I don't know what I'm saying, but. But see, I feel like that's a good way to take a compliment in a way, because at least if you kind of play it down, I feel like you're you're being humble. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I'm like, yeah, this is my buddy Jared. He is the smoothest man I have ever met. (laughs) Well, that's just a lie. (laughs) Not necessarily a lie. You're pretty smooth. Maybe not the smoothest man ever, but you're pretty smooth. Uh, But yeah, no, I agree. What did you say before that? I had something to say uh, on that. Oh, Uh, but there is a point where... um, like, I agree with you. There, humility is good, but there is a point mm-hmm. where there's too much humility, too, where it's like, all right, take take the compliment. And, <laughs> right, right. And sometimes the humility can be annoying. So I also That's try true. to keep that in mind. How I mean, I feel like, by the way? good, really good. I, uh, what did I do this weekend? Um, actually, dude, I went to a wedding. It was oh, nice. great. Yeah, um, I actually went to a friend of ours wedding. Um, I'm sure you remember Drew Scott. Oh yeah, he got married. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he's he's man, he's living it. He's all grown up. Yeah, married, yeah, got the little kid. boy. Dude, his kid was killing it on the dance floor. I was loving every <laughs> minute of it. It was awesome. I can definitely see where uh, he gets his jeans from. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so congratulations and shout out to uh, Drew and Chelsea on their wedding. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, it it was interesting though because everyone was was curious. You know, is it going to be an open bar? Is it going to be a cash bar? What's it going to be? And I feel like that choice can really play a role on how your wedding will go, right? Because, of course. Because and it's always the first question, too. Right? Is there an open bar? Right? But, uh, but they had an open bar and uh, had, a, had a gin or tonic or two, and it was uh, pretty tasty, quite refreshing. Got to have the open bar. You got to. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I, I understand why people wouldn't in certain situations, but I, I think it's, right. a, it's a necessity. I mean, it is expensive, but I feel like it's definitely oh, yeah, worth, it's <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I heard, and I could be wrong about this because believe it or not, I'm not a professional wedding planner, but uh, I have heard that uh, an open bar can cost anywhere from like two to five grand. And we're talking like a small open bar. I'm yeah. sure you could, you could shell out oh, way right. more. 
Yeah, you're getting bottom of the shelf for two grand. I probably, right. I would assume. Oh, I, don't, I don't know the going rates. My right. sister's getting married next month, and I just listening to all the stuff. I don't know the prices and stuff, but just hearing all the things they're going to, and kind of mm-hmm. just doing some like math in my head. I'm like, damn, right? It's like you guys couldn't have just like gone to the courthouse and taken care of this in the <laughs> afternoon, right. right? Yeah, it's just it's just different. But yeah, but yeah, the wedding was good. Um, also had to uh, run some very boring mundane errands, but I got some new new threads for uh, teaching coming up this this following week, so that's good. Nice. But nothing too extraordinary besides the wedding, which was fantastic. What about you, man? What what uh, were you up to? Getting into any trouble? Um, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I, I mean, I, I a, a personal story. a personal trouble, but uh, okay. it, it wasn't like with the cops, but um. What did I do? Oh yeah, I didn't really do anything on Saturday. It was a lot of World Cup, man. That's the great. That's still the greatest excuse to be pretty lazy all day. Oh yeah. And um, this this spot on the Schuylkill River River has been coming has been becoming my like post up spot. So I go there a lot. Okay. But today, I went uh, mountain biking. The weather was nice. great. And nice. um, by the way. While I was mountain biking, like three or four times, people I was passing were like, "Oh, weather is great today," and I was just thinking about our conversation a couple of weeks ago about small talk. Oh, that's talk. true. Like, <laughs> that's true. Did you bust out any mild, medium, or hot questions? <laughs> yeah, I asked someone, uh, <laughs> "What they, th- what they, what, what do you think happens to you after death?" While <laughs> right. I was riding past them on my bicycle. <laughs> right. What happens after you die? <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I did not, but um, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did uh, so. I my mom recommended to me um, instead of eating like a, so you know some sort of carb, brother. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know some sort of bread situation or some sort of uh, potato situation. Try mm-hmm. eating berries instead. Great recommendation. Really? It, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I try not to eat that many carbs. Uh, okay. And once you like get on that kind of habit of not eating carbs, when you do, mm-hmm. it uh, like it really affects you. But anyway, the right. berries work great. But so what it, kind of berries are we talking here? It was pretty simple. All I had was a little medley of strawberries and blueberries. Oh, nice. But um, I should have thrown some bananas in there. I was thinking about that uh, today. I was like, why didn't I think that? Anyway, so when I was in the car driving to the place where I mountain bike, I was just thinking, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Like, I can already tell. And Uh-oh. it's like, okay, I should stop somewhere. So I um, couldn't think of anywhere to stop. And so I was biking. <laughs> I was biking, and as I was biking, I was thinking, like, like it was just in the back of my head that, that I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna have to, like, like stop at some point and figure this out. And right. I thought I got to do this now because I can't go on a full bike ride just obsessing over this. Right. So I um, did something I haven't done in a while. Actually, it's probably probably been like two years. But I shed in the woods. Nice. And um, hey, when nature calls, man, you know what I'll are you say this. do? I, we don't have to talk much about this because I understand it's disgusting. <laughs> but there are two things. One, uh, if you find a good hiding spot, it's not that bad. Because of the position, it's not that bad. But right. um, it, it, it just feels so weird hiding. And then like there is like, a leaf rubbing up against me. And I'm like, I hope that one isn't the one that will like, cause some sort of like rash on my butt. But it didn't. Right. And, it, and then That's after good. that, I had a great ride. It was great. And I was like, see, nice. this is why I had to get this out of the way early. Because right. there's no way I could have gone for the next two hours just obsessing over that. Oh, that would have been bad. You wouldn't have been able to enjoy your uh, your mountain no. bike ride either. So. No. I feel like you, you probably made the right decision. 
Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Um, other than that, my weekend was fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. There's nothing wrong with an exhilarating uh, mountain bike ride and a little, little necessary pit stop uh, to start it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did see that. some well-trained dogs. I'll say that. I had a lot of moments that made me think about you on this trip because they're because some people let their dogs do leashless Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's fine. And sometimes uh, like it's a bad idea. Yeah. And there was this one dude, his dogs were leashless and they were just going like they were like walking freely. And I saw him as I was coming up. I was like, oh, God, now I'm going to have to like maneuver these dogs. And I don't know what he said or, or what, but he just like did something. And the dogs just walked right to him and stood by him as I rode by. Oh, nice. Whoa. That's awesome. And then as I rode by, I uh, it smelled like he was had like an exhaust pipe of uh, cigar smoke because like the trail just smelled like cigar for okay for a long time, huh? Well, I'm sure there are some people out there who enjoy to walk their dogs and have a cigar. I guess I get woods. it, but I mean like that's a bold move for a uh, for a walk through the woods is the cigar. That's true. I'd rather be like on a porch or like. Just yeah, chilling. That, that seems like too much motion. Right. <laughs> Although if it's a big enough stogie, it'll probably stay lit for most of his hike. I mean, I, I you make a good point. I don't know. I went by him twice, actually, because I went by him and then I turned around at the end of the trail. Okay. And I passed him again later. And okay. this was like a good 30, 40 minutes later, I passed him mm-hmm. the next time. And it's he was still, I don't know if it was the same one or a different one. For all I know, he probably had like a backpack just like with 14 of them. <laughs> right. He probably has like a hidden cigar cellar somewhere in the woods. <laughs> like that's why he was hiking there. Has to go to his secret Nature's cellar. Nature's dog sit outside and guard it. <laughs> just set, like whistles or does some weird snap of his fingers, and they just sit right there, ready to guard it. I have seen a tent, and I, I don't think this is I don't think this is related, but I have seen a tent like like essentially right off of the trail before, and I'm like, okay. are you allowed to camp here? Probably not. Uh, yeah, it I doesn't seem like no, it. but. I guess who's if no one's coming by to enforce it. Yes, I mean, I've never seen anything be enforced, but right. I've never seen people just take it. And like they were even sitting out, like like they were just chilling there. I was like, you like, all right, whatever. I mean, I don't care. It right. doesn't bother me. It's just it's interesting the things I see sometimes. I, I, I wonder, and I'm never gonna have an answer. Right. <laughs> my uh, my parents' neighbor over the weekend had a had a party, and everybody just came over with tents and just camped out in their backyard. Like I came back Adults? from the wedding, I'm I think, I mean he has, he has I think a daughter that's about our age. I mean and, we're uh, adults first of all. Yes. So, but, he, but also I think he has a, another daughter who's in high school. Okay. So I don't know if she had her friends over. If she, if I have no idea, but oh, I thought you said your parents' friends. I thought you meant like no, a no, bunch no. Of their neighbors, sixty-year-olds. No, <laughs> their they're neighbors. My parents' neighbors. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. oh. Dude, um, I I would camp in my backyard if I had one. I miss camping in the backyard. That was fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm more of a I like I like camping. I think a little better at campsites. I guess. I mean, I would do that too. But I'm saying, like, uh, if I got invited over for uh, for like a backyard camp, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, be ready for an invite for a backyard camping trip sometime, buddy. Dude, I'll be there. Be ready. We got the the pine trees for the cover and everything else, so we can just have a what crazy kind of uh, what kind of uh, campfire food do you like? Teaser uh, for our 
for the main topic. Right. That's right. <laughs> Good call. But I don't have a section for the main topic about campfire food, so let's just get this over with now. <laughs> uh, probably. I, I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm definitely a traditional fan of the good old uh, s'mores. Yeah. Although although I don't mind some uh, cooked some cooked hot dogs, some mm-hmm. nice old nice old uh, campfire weenies. Nothing wrong with that. How about you? Uh, I mean, I'm down with all of those things. I haven't had. I, 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 I'm kind of partial on the s'mores. I'll do it more just because of the environment. You know what okay. I mean? But I'm not a huge s'mores fan. I remember when I was in the Cub Scouts and we did a camping trip. We had this thing where we had two pieces of bread and you put like apple pie filling in it and you put that over the fire and it's like in this little metal encasing thing. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking that about. That shit was delicious, bro. Oh yeah, that stuff is good. Um, that was good, but uh, I haven't. Oh, I camped. I, oh, what I did last time I camped was I had like a aluminum foil and I put like a chicken and potatoes in there and I like st- stuck it strategically in the fire. That was pretty good too. Oh, nice. That sounds good. That would be tasty. There's something cool about eating food at like a campfire. It just seems so like natural and like, yeah. you know, it's not and you like... can even You can even taste the campfire because it's got like that smoky taste to it. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like Nothing. that. It was, yeah, hard to beat. That's for sure. I do plan on going camping uh, this summer at some point. Nice. Yeah, I'm hoping to, too. Um, I'm also definitely planning on doing some camping in the Czech Republic because they have some beautiful national parks. Oh, I can imagine Absolutely that. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Sure. They have one um, called, um, I'm going to try to say it in Czech. I think it's Český Rai, which okay. is um, Czech Paradise. Sometimes they also call it Bohemian oh. Paradise because it's it's in the Bohemia part of the Czech Republic, but um, they have like a couple different like uh, parks there that are really beautiful and and uh, the Bohemian Paradise is one of them, like beautiful rock formations and like mountains and so that would be some prime time camping I think but for we'll sure see. we'll Sounds see great but uh, yeah I don't know camping is uh, is fantastic that is for sure. So, uh, Jared, what are you, uh, what are you going to teach us today in terms of untranslatable phrases? Yeah, my untranslatable phrase for this week. So, our topic today is about uh, drunk cheese and food. We'll talk about what drunk cheese is later, but it's about food essentially. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if I'm going to find an untranslatable food, who am I going to? Italiano. I, of course. Yes. Right. Yes. And there are a lot of good ones. It took me a while to figure out which one because Italians have a lot. Of course, and now my computer sleep falls asleep on me as I'm right. about to read it. Uh, Italians apparently have a lot of phrases about food. And uh, this is one I found. I like, I like this one. And so I'll say it in my best Italian first. Okay. Avere sale in zucca. Something in sugar? No. No. Okay. Say it again. Close. Kind of close. Avere sale in zucca. Hmm. You're close, but I think you're uh, uh, the wrong word. That's not the word that zucca doesn't mean what you think. It doesn't mean sugar. Okay. Can you tell me what it means? Will I give it away? Yeah, I can tell you what it means. Uh, Zucca means pumpkin. I oh believe. really? I believe. Really? Okay. It, it, that's just me using the context clues right now. You let believe? Me, All right. Let me con- let me confirm that. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely. Yes. D- Zuka means pumpkin. I was I was. Right. Okay. Pumpkin, and huh? Okay. Sale 
I said close because you said sugar, but sale means salt. Salt. Okay, I kind of thought that, but I wasn't sure. Okay, and what's the first word? Avere, sale, and zucca. Yeah, what's the first word mean? Oh, uh, can I just tell you the whole thing at this point? Yeah, because that's you might as well. essentially you the might last as well. word. <laughs> the other word's in, by the way. That means in. Okay. Uh, actually, it means on, apparently. But uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, avere sale in zucca means uh, you've got salt on your pumpkin. Ooh, that's a good pickup line right there, I feel like. Got salt on your pumpkin. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you let's might see. need to get that taken care of. I have a good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I have a nice, I, I have a good uh, pedi- <laughs> uh, uh, dermatologist. Uh, get that salt right off of your pumpkin. Hmm. What could so is that like? Oh man, I don't. I don't need. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough yeah, one. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm at a loss, Jared. Give it to me. Uh, it, it essentially means you're smart as a whip, or you got your head screwed on right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> really? You know, I'll, I can explain to you why. So the pumpkin is probably the head, right? Yes. Okay. And um, to an Italian, according to whatever website I stole this from, to uh-huh. an Italian, you're clever if you know to sprinkle salt on pumpkin or other winter squashes to balance its natural sweetness. Kind of like how people put like salt on watermelon, uh, I assume, or something okay. like that. Okay. Okay. So I think, I think that's like a little secret to get or some Or like a sea salt and chocolate kind of thing. Right, Balance right. Out the sweet one, one brings out the other. The right. okay. savory brings out some of the sweetness. So I think I they're like saying, uh, yeah. I like that. All right. That's kind of like the uh, the age-old phrase in English. Um, smart is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but wise is knowing that a tomato should not be in fruit salad. <laughs> that is good. Uh-huh. That's right. That is so. good. A little salt on my. I've never heard right that there. before. Really? Okay. Well. Yeah. New phrase for you as well, Jared. And I'm gonna give you another new one. Okay. This one is uh, Norwegian, I believe. Let me double check. I want to make sure. Don't want to mislead anybody. Um, where was it? Here we go. Okay. So this is Norwegian. And uh, you, I think you might be able to get this, Jared. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um. So. So the word is. I think the way you pronounce it is utapils. Utapils. So is it beer-based? Yes. Pils is referring to the beer? Yes. Very good. Okay. Uta. That's what you got to figure out. U-T-E. Utapils. Is it a number? Is uta a number? Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. No, it means something. Uta. And there's actually... Sour? Not sour. That's a good guess. I, I actually looked this word up, and there's actually quite a few breweries in the United States called this. So maybe for some people, this won't be as exciting as of an untranslatable, but Utapils. Miller time? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. You give up? Yeah. So Utapils means literally outside beer, and it means to enjoy a drink out in the sunshine. Okay. Yeah, so I like that one. Oh, that's clever. I like that. So yeah. it's like if, if you say you want to have a pills, it's like, do you want to drink outside? Yeah. You want to go enjoy the sunshine and go have a brew? Heck yes, I like I that do. one. Yeah. That's one that I'm definitely going to need to add to my vocabulary. That's for sure. Yeah. That is for that, sure. Those were some good ones. Mm-hmm. By the way, I could I could give you like Italian food-related phrases for days. All right, give me another one. Do you want me to? Yeah, give me another one. It'll take it'll take a second, but All I, right, I can give me do another this. one. 
there was uh uh see now i'm just trying to vamp and it's not working well here i will i'll give you one in spanish okay so it is um sobre mesa sobre mesa mesa's home right um i or is it table might be table i don't know i am i don't know um let's see table yes it is table in spanish okay so sobre mesa means it literally means over the table sobre mesa over the table to linger at the table and continue your conversation um, even after you finished your meal. So if you're just sitting and, you know, your food's all done, but you're just sitting there maybe sipping on some wine or a that's brew. That's a very Spanish saying. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's a good one. I think that's a pretty I good like one. I like it. Yeah. So right, what's, I got, I got what's your other? Yeah, let's, let's hear some other Italian ones. Um, okay. Fare polpette de di qualcuno oh that's it i said that like there's gonna be more <laughs> fare polpette de qualcuno no idea of course uh to make meatballs of someone Ooh, which okay. essentially means to like uh you know make mince meat of them or like okay. kind of insult them i believe oh interesting. And it's, you know essentially mincing uh i'm trying to oh uh, this is a good one okay <laughs> um Oh, no, I want to find another one. There's one specifically I want to find. Okay. I found it. All right. This one's... All right. Oh, jeez. Now I have to say it. Okay. Um, this is awful, by the way. Non più avere la botte piena e la mogli ubriaca. <laughs> ubriaca. I, I, no <laughs> I said that word well. I have no <laughs> idea. What does it mean, Jared? Um, it means you can't have a full wine barrel and a drunk wife. <laughs> what okay. what do you think that means translate that you, to uh, you can't have a full wine barrel and a drunk wife so it just means you can't have the best of both worlds right yeah because because if your wine's <laughs> you're like it's obvious <laughs> well because if your if your wife is drunk then your wine barrel's empty right unless she I, well i don't know how small, oh i see what you're saying are, i see what you're saying right so it's like you either have wine for yourself or you have a drunk wife which i assume is also good um, Depends on your I, wife. I, I don't yeah. know. Hey, listen, get consent before you do anything. That That's is, all I'm saying. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I don't know. Just to me, that one kind of makes sense because it's it's kind of like a, it makes sense. It does. Make yeah, sense. it's like a yin and a yang thing, right? Like either you got a full barrel of wine, or someone's been drinking your wine. And in this little story, the wife it's is just, the only person we have to to sadly be the scapegoat. So in two thousand, you know, two thousand eighteen, it's just like uh, I mean, but anyway. Here's a, here's another one that I, I think is a is a weird one. So many food ones. This is right. Uh, avere il um, avere il prosciutto sugli occhi. I know what prosciutto is, but yeah, uh, I think you should know what avere is at this point. What what was it again? To have. To have. Okay. I just listen. You speak Italian all day, Jerry. <laughs> um, so, what, so, so what is this then? What does this mean? So uh, have... To have ham over your eyes. Oh, I think I've heard that one before. Yeah. So to have ham over your eyes, doesn't that mean like you're not like you're you're. It's kind of like a, you like you can't. 
I can't even express it right now. It's like you, I, I, I could tell by your body uh, by language that you get it. Though. It's like when you <laughs> when you you know you can't see something because like you're you got ham over your eyes. You can't see. That's, yeah, essentially, don't don't like uh don't be a phony. Don't don't right. Uh, like you like essentially what it says here is your eyes are covered by ham. Then surely you can't see anything, right. or you can pretend. Okay. So it's like stop pretending. Ah, okay, stop pretending. Okay, I got one for you in German. Okay. So I don't know if you know this one, but it's a good one. We're just, so, get, we're just doing a, a we are. translatable is, fire round. That's this is right. Fun. This is, yeah, <laughs> we might have to do this more often, try to find some related to our topics. But uh, yeah. So this one is uh, called Kummerspeck. So I know you know what Speck means. You should. Yeah, bacon. Yes, sir. Do you know what Kuma means? I've heard this phrase before, but I can't remember. Okay. Kuma. No, I'm not just. Uh, so it, here, I'll, I'll, here, I'll give you I'll give you a little little example for you and then maybe that'll help so so say say you meet a lovely lady jared you you fancy her you enjoy spending time with her you go on some dates maybe think things are going well maybe you maybe you get serious right you tell them you love them (laughs) even though you mean you like them uh check out episode two for that reference um but uh and then sadly she dumps you oh no she dumps you so you mm-hmm. go home, and you eat lots of food, and then you have your uh, your kumarspeck. Like a good cry? <laughs> no. So kumarspeck is literally grief bacon, and it uh, is weight gain through overeating after a botched romance. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So so your romance fails. You go home. You eat your ice cream or your your whatever kids eat nowadays after they get dumped and I uh, uh, get your I'm back. not a sweets I'm not a sweets eater for when I um really uh try to abuse myself through food sweet I, I like I'll eat sweets, what's your but what's I, your choice number one choice if you're trying to abuse yourself uh with food uh pasta oh okay uh pizza okay um so here we are back on the Italian theme today huh yeah I okay. like I like I like some you know Italians okay. know what they're doing. That's why I you speak so. That's why you speak Italian so well, Jared. I like Italian. Speaking food of speaking of which, I got another one. All right, let's hear it. Due dita divino e una pedata al medico. Some, al medico. Something about medicine or something, and then is it divino or is it the wine? Is it divine or the wine? It's D as in of. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess you don't know like in French and and stuff like de and d is is of. Oh, okay, okay. Um, wh- like what? Cote d'Ivoire. Okay, you know, what? coast of ivory. Right. What? Uh, so what does that mean, Jared? Uh, let me read it one more time. Okay. Uh, duo dita divino e una pedata al medico. Jesus Christ! Ooh, I heard that. <laughs> Uh, sorry, the Fast and Furious is being filmed outside <laughs> my window, apparently. Um, that means two drops of wine, and we can kick the doctor out the door. Ah, so an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Yep. But they use wine instead of apples, which I think is a great choice. Yes. Which is yes. a great choice. I... <laughs> which uh, actually brings us quite smoothly to our next topic, which is drunchies around the world. Um, so, so Jared, um, we've discussed the the beauty of compound words 
um, a little yes. bit in this podcast. And uh, why don't you tell the lovely people out there what what the heck does drunchies even mean? Well, I mean the English the English compound words are a little clunkier than the German ones. That's for sure. That's true. Drunk drunchies is kind of tough to say. Drunchies is a mix uh, is a compound word, or I believe you can use the word portmanteau. I think Ooh, that nice. works okay. too. Uh, of two different words. Okay. Uh, drunk, which means drunk. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and um, munchies, which is a phrase for when you're drunk or high or something and you eat a bunch of food. Mm-hmm. So you put those together, drunkies, which means when you're drunk, you get the munchies. And you're hungry and you want food. Exactly. Exactly. And um, so I th- we thought that this would be a fun topic. Uh, you know, if we... Talk about some of our favorite or our go-to or most memorable drunchies around the world, around our small world that we've traveled in, I right. guess. Our own little worlds. And I believe also you, you have a list of some, some other ones that you'll, uh, that we'll, uh, you'll quiz me with. See, if I, right. see if, I, if, if I was drunk, would I uh, eat these? Right, exactly. Yeah, and I, and I have to say I think it's interesting because every country, I think, has different late-night foods for people after they've been to the bars or the clubs or whatever or you're just get want a midnight snack and you're roaming the streets i guess but uh what what places uh, you know, do you like jerry to go to you know what chad places? i agree 100 percent with what you just said and i think a great segue from that would be uh you telling us about nazil's oh okay nazil's was was because i time. think that was that was an organic drunk she discovery it was it was because before that i don't think we knew uh, about the you know the food that we right (laughs) right so so to let me set the scene for everyone listening um to us so we were at my apartment in vienna austria which was um on this uh little little side um little side street called lipatsgasse um, Love Heart Lane, I guess, if you were to translate it, if you wanted to, um, where all the lovers were, a.k.a. Jared and I, of course. And uh, <laughs> and we were hanging out and uh, having a couple uh, pretty tasty brewskis. And uh, uh, the time came when we needed some food to satiate our drunchies. And so we were walking around and kind of, if I remember this correctly, uh, if I remember this correctly, um, we were uh, walking down the street, and we're going to go meet up with my uh, Austrian roommate, mm-hmm. Thomas, somewhere. At Chelsea, I believe it That's was. That's right. That's right. And at the time, we were fairly new to Vienna, so we didn't really know our way around very much. Nor had we really explored the city at all. By the end of the, by the, end of the semester, I felt like we were pros. I, I felt like I knew the city like the back of my hand. But anyways, so we're walking down the street, and from my apartment, we're going down. We make a right turn, and we're talking about, like, food, and we're kind of hungry. And I don't remember if it was you or me, so so let me know if, if this is wrong. But I thought – I don't know. That, I thought, that's the drunk part of the drug Right, show. right. I don't, I don't, I, <laughs> the stories aren't always easy to remember and tell. It's a little fun, right? <laughs> exactly. But I think we were talking about how amazing it would be to have schnitzel in a box. So just, just for the audience to picture this. So if you're in Germany or Austria – um, probably other countries as well. I'm sure you can get what they call donor, which is, um, I think we've even talked about it before on the podcast. It's like a briefly, yeah. it's like a 
kind of like chicken shawarma, but sometimes it's beef or lamb, and they can put it in either like a tortilla, like a wrap, or they use like different types of bread for it. Um, but you can also get it with either fries or um, what else do they serve? Like potato wedges or something. You could get it in this like little to-go box, almost like a carry-out Chinese box kind of, right? You can get it with the rice as well. Exactly. I only ever got it with fries, but I think you could also get it with rice. Right. I also only got it with fries. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So we were talking about how epic it would be if um, you could get schnitzel cut up in a box with fries. And we just so happened to turn the corner, and in gold letters, we see Nazeel's. And then on the side of the building, it said schnitzel box. Yeah. And I, I felt like we were both like we had seen the prophecy. Like, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> like Elijah was shining right down on the word schnitzel box, and it was ready for us. And we went in, and we uh, ate it, and it was amazing. And uh, for only three euros. So not only was it delicious, but it was really cheap. Yeah. Really filling. I forgot it was only three euros. That seems crazy, right? Now. And I used to always save up my euros, my my coins, right. to go get a schnitzel box. Whenever I'd come to your house, whether I went to Nazil's or not, I would always just have make sure I at least had just like three coins in my pocket, right? Just, or at least like two coins in my pocket. Just like I need to be ready for Nazil's just in case. Exactly. Did we even make it to Chelsea? I feel like we were so no, we, we were so enamored, we right? That. We were we were just so enamored by the schnitzel box that we just it was too much. And after we ate it, we just had to go home. And we we kind of developed a relationship with Nazil. We did. We went there. We went there at least two to three times a week. We met his kids. Yeah, I remember, remember that, that when they were watch, we watched soccer with yep. them in that back room. Yep. We got that free um, Turkish coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a really Nolan. nice guy. You know, I think I got to say I I don't know what it is if like just your your filter is down when you've had a couple to drink and you're more social or what, but I feel like I've definitely met some really interesting people while getting food, while getting my drunchies, yeah. you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I and people are people are uh in a probably just in a better mood in general. Not just the people working there, but I mean like other people that are there are like in that recovery mode that feels so good. Right. Oh yeah. And uh you're just in a good place. Um <clears throat> we would like uh bring people there and stuff like that and and, pe- and I remember someone was like, oh, we got I think we have an Azeels around us and we're like, no, it's not the same. It's not the <laughs> right. Same. Come to find out it kind of was the same. <laughs> that was kind of a bummer to find out Nazil was not the guy's name. Right. Uh that was just the name of a chain. We just still kept nice calling him Still don't know what his name yeah. is. Yeah. Didn't he ask you if you would uh teach his kids English? He did. And then he never followed up. So Okay. I would have gladly taught his kids English, but he was a super nice guy. Right, right. That would be a very <laughs> I would be happy with that business transaction. That would be How dangerous. many schnitzel boxes per teaching hour? <laughs> That'd be a lot of schnitzel boxes. <laughs> yeah. Nazil's was great. Um absolutely amazing. The other the other type of drunchies I really enjoy if I'm in Germany or Austria is um uh getting some currywurst. Yes. That just yes, hits the spot. Sure. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I find it interesting that you did. I mean, we did talk about the Jonah, but that is like a quintessential. Oh, by far. I mean, I mean, I'd argue more than the Currywurst, more than the Schnitzel boxes. Without the a doubt, is because you can find the Jonah in just about any European country, right? For the most part, I think. Right. And I think it's that's that's the staple of drunk cheese. Right. That's true. And um, it's 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 a reliable it's a reliable food source. I and think. it's delicious. 
Yes. Remember the dude in the zeals? He would he would be like, "What's this do?" It's just behind you. <laughs> he just, just shot in the beat. <laughs> he was yeah. His hand would be almost on like autopilot, yep. just going. What's this do? Swamal. Okay. Mitchell. Yeah. Oh man, good times. Good times. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've had some amazing Döner in Germany and Austria for sure, and. I will definitely gladly eat it if I am not intoxicated, but I feel oh, like yeah, I'm sure. even more likely to if I am intoxicated. Right, right. Because, I mean, drunk, drunk cheese in its very nature is not healthy. Right. So, like, if you're walking down the street at, uh, you know, 6 o'clock sober, I guess. I've walked down the street 6 o'clock drunk <laughs> before. In the afternoon, not the morning. <laughs> um, like, I, I probably have a little bit more restraint than if I'm coming home from like uh, some bar at you know one in the morning. Right. I'll say this: I- I'd argue I have more memorable experiences from the post, especially in in uh, Europe. For, I have more fun fun at the post drunchy places than I do <laughs> at the um, or like the subway at like uh, at like midnight with your drunchies. Oh yes. That's almost see even me saying midnight just shows how much of a uh, uh, how much they're, I want to be right. Home. They're going out at midnight, Jerry. <laughs> I know. You're people already ready people to in come Europe home. stay out until like five, six in the morning, and I'm like at midnight when everyone's going home. <laughs> well, I was thinking about when you said six six p.m. not six a.m. drunk, and I was thinking to myself, and I'm like, I've definitely been drunk in Berlin at six a.m. before. Like I don't. I've heard. I have so many people. I've heard so many people's stories like that. I can't even imagine if I have the like physical ability. To stay up that like that. I think you just got to find a place where you're really enjoying yourself and you're with some good people. And then you can stay so, out really late. Is that the uh, is that the uh, PG-13 way of, or the PG way of saying uh, find the right drugs? No, no <laughs> I'm, I'm saying the I'm saying the right people because we were we I have were to assume drinking. people are cocaine or something. I have to. I mean, I'm I don't know. How I'm sure do people do it. But like I, I was never on any of that stuff. It was just beer. That's true. And and I was with like people and we were all having fun. And you know the you know the age old saying, Jared, time flies when you're having fun. So it was the craziest <laughs> thing though, dude. We went into this club in Berlin at I think midnight or one AM when you were on your subway back home. And uh yeah. and I was probably in bed. And at we that point. so we go into the club, right? We go into the club and it's dark outside. We open the door and it's like the sun is coming up. And I just, I was like, what, what is this? Oh my God. Like, yeah, that, oh man. Yep. That seems almost like a uh, painful. Oh yeah. And then by, by then you have surpassed the, I feel like cut off for getting drunk. Like what your typical drunchies, right? Cause I don't know any, any yeah. donut places in Berlin that were open at 6am. So we went to the bakery right as it was opening. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Because I think that I w- I've been trying to think of American drunchies, mm-hmm. and I you, I think you just gave me the idea of one of the ultimate American drunchies is diners. Oh yeah, dude, absolutely. And and breakfast food is I think is a popular drunchy food oh, yeah. for uh for uh, Americans at diners. I, I that never came yeah. to my mind until like like Coney Island or oh, something, especially yeah. in Michigan especially where there's Coney Michigan, Island's everywhere. Yeah. Going there because those are most of them are open twenty four hours exactly, as well. and I think that's why they are. Because that's oh, people's yeah. I mean, go-to. I'm sure they get, I mean, I've been to those places at 2 in the morning. I know that I've right. seen them packed at 2, 3 in the morning with people falling out of their seats. Oh, yeah. Not me, though. I'm Not you. You're you're adult. sitting up straight doing things yeah. right. That's right. But uh, I also think two drunchies in America also depends on are you in, like, a college town? Are you more out in the country? Are you in a big city? 
Because, like, a college town, I feel like there's going to be, like, one or two places maybe that are going to be, like, your drunchy spot. Like, And sadly, usually it's, like, fast food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, like, at, like yeah, we don't have good drunchies, I don't no. think. We're, we're lacking in the drunchy category. Uh, we need to step it's up. It's weird because cause you think we'd, we'd have the corner on 24-hour foods because right. that's our thing. Right. The, like like there are places obviously in Europe that I don't I, I don't think any of them are twenty four hours but probably maybe not. some of them are, but they stay up super late mm. or they stay open super late, and I feel like Americans we have mastered never closing right, but how can we not master getting good drunk food up? And there are you just gotta you, you gotta, gotta find, find them you got it's yeah. it's not it's not like a doona everywhere like right. currywurst everywhere right. is kind of gonna be the uh, reliable like I can quality. like I can tell you in East Lansing there's a, a couple places that are like wraps. Like, you know, you can get different types of wraps. And those are really, really good. And those are usually the students' go-to drunchies at MSU are the are the wraps. Um, the two places are uh, Conrad's and Menas, which I think I've taken you to both of those before when you have come to visit. I definitely ha- remember having wraps yep. there. I don't remember which one yep. it was. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Um, although people will fight you in East Lansing if you say one is better than the other uh, and they don't agree. But uh, – yeah, I one of my mm-hmm. go ahead. One of my favorite drunchies. Uh, I'm gonna throw. I have uh, one or two more. I want to throw at you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. My first one is um, Fritza. Oh, the fries. Fritz from uh, Belgium or Amsterdam, uh, Netherlands or the Netherlands. Uh, those are some of the greatest fries. Those on are the delicious. Planet, I would argue. Oh yeah, yeah. And I even but like it's also it with the they're mayo. guaranteed to be. I was that was gonna be my next question. Okay, I'm not a mayo person. I'm not usually um, either. But when in Rome, do as the Romans do. You know, that's fair. Is it, it, it I, as a as a person that's not a mayo person? Mm-hmm. Does that specific form of of um, frites mm-hmm. help in general? I th- I the, think so. The fact that one, the fact that it's they're always hot right. because they're they're, they're fresh. Cooked, you know, right, right. And uh, they're like big, but also crunchy. Right, they're you know? thick cut. Yeah, they're they're really good. I mean, I I don't know. My first ever encounter with fries with mayo was in Germany when I was fourteen, and that that mm-hmm. blew my mind. Just because I was like, "Why are you putting mayo next to your fries? What is <laughs> what is going on here?" And then my cousin urged me to try it, and I was like, "Well, I mean, I'm in Germany. Like, I hope she's not playing some dirty joke on me." <laughs> like. Just look at this stupid American kid eating mayo with his fries, you know. But I uh, tried it, and it was really good. Like a- but I think it's because – correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but I think they cook the fries in a different type of oil over there, which makes them taste different than in the States. I guess so. And I also I mean, think the mayo tastes different over there than it does here. I'm not a mayo person in general. I don't think I've ever had mayo on a French fry. Maybe once or twice by accident. Okay. But I'm kind of avoiding mayo at all costs. That's that's how I live my okay, life. Okay, fair enough. There is there is uh, zero mayo intake into this body. Okay, huh? And so <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And so, uh, but I mean, obviously, I'll go with the ketchup. But like, I, I can't do the I can't do the mayo. Um, and then what, speaking of mayo, uh, if I'm not doing mayo, then I'm definitely not eating my fries with with poutine on them. Okay. I really like poutine, Why you, but uh, do you? To each is to each his own. I, I'm not a fan. See, this is I'm not a fan of any sort of French fry that has um, 
an excessive like top layer to it. Like even like chili cheese fries, I okay. like it's too much. I mean, it gets soggy and that's kind of gross. Yes, I don't like so, the so do that's, So that's would that make a good or a bad drunchy, in your opinion, Jared? Like a chili cheese bad fries? Drunchy. Bad drunchy. But yes. my counter argument for you would be you're going to be eating those puppies so fast they won't have time to get soggy. Then bad drunchy. Still ba- okay, bad drunchy. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't want Th- it. Thought I could persuade I don't care you. how drunk right. I am. I don't want it. <laughs> All right, Jared. Well, we're going to continue, and I want to ask you some questions about some, some foods from around the world. I want to get okay. we want to get the uh, good old Jared uh, hair jart stamp of approval on these drunchy or not drunchy. So I'll preface it by saying this: okay. I'm kind of a picky eater. Okay, I, I'm I'm picky more on the side of of willing to try stuff. Okay. For example, I don't think I've ever eaten sushi before in my life. Really? Okay. Um, just the whole concept of it doesn't seem appealing to me, and I'm like, I'm okay. good. I'm good. It's uh, anyway. All right. So that's, a, that's fair. That's fair. All right. I'm gonna we'll start out. The first one I'm going to ask you about is called chimney cake, which they say, which I'm asking you as number one, because this is actually you buy this in which country? England? Czech Republic. Okay. Chimney cake. Um, I, sounds, I think it it's, sounds very English. I think it's, well, I think it's called um, Tordelnik, but it uh, is... That's- pretty well pronounced. thank you i've been I practicing my check um but yes so here a description for you so you know um Tordelnik, aka chimney cake <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed that Tordelnik, aka chimney cake is both a novelty photo op and a sweet treat rolled into one these spiral shaped donuts are made by wrapping the batter around a large literally says here a large spit which sounds weird but okay which is like then yeah, which is then cooked over a grill, rolled in sugar, and served with lashings of Nutella. Interesting word choice there as well. Jeez. What's not to love? Guaranteed <laughs> to warm your what? Guaranteed to warm your cockies. What are you reading? Cold check more. <laughs> this must be British. I think this is British. That's why. That sounds like you're reading a porn I, I think this of, is uh, British. So basically, though, Jared, it's like a like a tunneled donut, but it seems like it's more like thin, and you can pull it apart. So yes, I'm look. I, I pulled up a okay. picture of it, and I, I, I th- that was actually a very good description, even though okay. it Some got me a little uh, aroused. Right. <laughs> right. So good drunchy <laughs> or bad drunchy, Jared? Uh, I'm gonna go with bad drunchy. Okay, and I'll tell okay. you why. I don't want I don't want sweet food for my drunk for a drunchy. Okay. Especially something like this. This is too much. Okay. It's too much heavy. Uh, I enjoy in my drunchy to have some sort of meat in there okay. as well. So like, that's why I like the Duna or the okay. Schnitz box. Because it, I don't know. That's just too much. It's I don't want just a big sweet. Okay. And I feel like that's just, just this more sweetness is just going to contribute more to a that hangover. Is, I don't need more true. sugar in my that system. That is true. Good call. But I'll say this. I'll tr- I definitely try it. It looks delicious. I'd eat it. But I, it's not would not be a good drunchy. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Um, all right. So, how about what do you think? Uh, would you want that for? No. Would you go? No, to that I, for a I, I agree with you. I would not want that as a drunchy. I would want that okay. as like a maybe split it with somebody after dinner with some espresso or something. Yeah, I feel like this is like a first day to a carnival, <laughs> right? Like, that looks right. like that's what it is. Carnival food. It looks like carnival food. Okay, that's true. All right, so I got a new one for you. No idea if I'm pronouncing this right. But this you will want to get in Rome, so it's Italian, and it is supli or supli. I don't, I don't know. 
But it says a here's the description for you. And it's spelled S-U-P-P-L-I, and the I has the little accent mark on it. Um, so a smaller version of Sicilian arancini. These fried rice balls are named for the word surprise, um, a reference to the oozing bit of mozzarella, mozzarella, found inside. <laughs> Through the rest, though the recipe once included ooh chicken gizzards. The ingredients have more or less stayed the same for the past century. Rice, ragu made with ground beef and tomatoes, and a mozzarella. Um, Supply were once sold by street vendors, but these days you can find the addictive croquettes at any Roman pizza spot or grocery store. So what do you think, Jared? Supply, good or bad drunchy? First of all, I, I, I'm already picturing all the uh, dangling skin from the roof of my mouth from... For me eating it <laughs> too hot. I'm looking at them, and that just looks like a situation. <laughs> that literally looks like. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like you know exactly what yes, I'm talking about. Yes, too. that's why I'm laughing so hard. I have been there, and I'm gonna be drunk, and I'm gonna be starving, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, the soup, please." <laughs> oh, these are good. Oh yeah. That's too funny. It's like and it's like when you do that, I feel like you're kind of like a fire-breathing dragon almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yes, yes. I saw this really funny meme online that was like, uh, it was like, life hack, cut, uh, I guess, slice a corner of the pizza roll so it heats evenly so you can eat it and it's not too hot. And then someone said, someone commented on the meme, they were like, false. The only correct way to eat pizza rolls <laughs> <laughs> is, to, is to pop them in your mouth right after they're in the microwave and, and do 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 the fire breathing dragon the <laughs> until you can eat it oh my god by the way i don't i don't make my pizza rolls in the microwave i would never do that it's always gonna be oh i'm an oven guy me. too for sure would i eat the soup Lee? um see because of the burning of the top mouth <laughs> i i don't know if it would be a good drunchy but they do look delicious, and I don't really like the idea of the rice and the, and like the, um, the uh, fried outer thing. Okay. But I bet you they're delicious. Okay. But I'm gonna say pass on a drunchy. But okay. I would try it. Okay. It just doesn't seem like something I'd really be into to eat. Right. But I'm sure I'd like how they taste. All right. All right. So I've given you two normal ones, Jared. So now it's time we're okay. gonna get in the weird territory now. So the first okay. one I'm gonna ask you about is called escamoles. It's in Mexico. E-S-C-A-M-O-L-E-S, escamoles. And here's the description for you. And I think the description's already going to um, tell me whether or not it's a drunchy for you. But uh, escamoles are the larva of a venomous ant species that lays their eggs Get deep the down in the roots of um, agave uh, plants in Mexico. So far, um, or so, sorry, um, um so harvesting them is not literally in quotes a barrel of laughs. The larvae um, are said to have a consistency akin to cottage cheese and taste somewhat nutty. They're normally eaten as the filling in a taco or an omelet. So Jared, See, escamoles. If you could have it in a taco or an omelet for your drunchies, are you eating it? I was, I I was on board to try it. It does seem like it would be a good drunchy. I'll really? Say that. Okay. Why is um, that? In taco form. In okay. taco form. Because tacos are a good that's drunchy. That's true. Although they can be um, messy. Yes, that's a good point. That's a good point. 
once you said that they had the consistency cottage of cheese, um, cottage cheese I was you, out. Huh? I, I was picturing them being a little harder. Okay. The cottage, that consistency, I don't think, I think that would activate my gag okay. reflex, especially if I'm drunk. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, I, but that's another one that I, uh, my struggle with a lot of food is I almost wish that you wouldn't tell me what it is till after I eat it. That's fair. Like, Would for you example, eat it again, in- though? Like, if somebody told you, oh, actually, that's that's uh, ant larva. Um, would you eat it again if you were like, well, it tastes good? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know so. if I'd be able yeah. to. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> because, for ex- I'll give you an example. I was in South Africa, and uh, I, w- I, I was eating a piece of, of red uh-huh. meat, and I was like, oh, this is good. And I was like, it kind of tastes like beef. What is this? This is a cat. Uh, it's. <laughs> no, it wasn't cat. <laughs> I would punch someone in the fucking face. <laughs> like someone's got to get punched in the face for putting this goddamn cat. So down what was it me. though? What was it, horse? It was ostrich. Really, ostrich. Okay. And it it just tastes like a kind of richer, um, like a beef. It, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. This wasn't drunchy, by the way. This was just dinner. Okay. But um, it was good. Okay. But after they said that, I, like I just pictured being like seeing them earlier today. I was like, God, those ostriches are so fucking ugly. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I did eat okay. it. It was just like it did kind of like that was always just in the back of my head. I was like ostrich, but it's like it's just a bird. Right. How, why is it so weird? I, I mean, I was just gonna say I like chicken, so yeah. I've even eaten uh, pigeon. That wasn't that Interesting. bad. Interesting. Okay, where did you eat pigeon? Uh, squab. It's popular in, in France okay. and Germany and stuff. Or I've eat, I've also eaten turkey. That's like another chicken. I mean, yeah, uh, turkey. Turkey's pretty normal. Weird bird. Another weird bird. All right, we're getting off the top. All right, another, second weird uh, one for you. Crunchy. Um, this <laughs> one bird. is called um, shirako or uh, shirako. I don't know. It's from Japan. I would eat a Volkswagen shirako. Okay. <laughs> so here you go. Um, so shirako in Japanese means white children. But refers to the yes, I would eat it. Just wait. But refers to <laughs> the sperm sacs of either cod, oh. anglerfish, or pufferfish, um, looking like white, looking like white blobs of goo, or miniature brains. Oh. They are said to have a sweet custardy taste. This is drunk food. These are weird street foods, but okay. still good. Drunchy or no drunchy? No, not gonna eat it. No. No. Okay. That's fair. I don't blame you. No. You said they look like brains. That's what it says, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's I want to ask you another gross one. Okay. Um so in Cambodia, apparently you can get crispy tarantulas. Um so here it says few people would look at a tarantula and think lunch. So uh, it is perhaps no surprise that these spiders were first Oof. eaten by Cambodians. Oh, no, no. Sorry, I googled it and I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Oh, the, the crispy up. tarantulas. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Go apparently, ahead, sorry, though, reading. they have become popular and are now served as a deep-fried snack throughout the country. Apparently, they taste oh. a bit like crab. What do you think, Jared? Drunchy or no drunchy? I would believe that they taste good, but I couldn't even look at the picture and Google. Okay. Okay. So that's no for you. Okay. <laughs> But I will say one that you didn't bring up, and I was uh-huh. wondering if you would, was um, crickets. Oh, okay. I think I'd be willing to 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 eat a cricket, and I've heard that those are great. Like, uh, like they're almost they're kind of peanutty okay. foods, and they're you can like toss them in your mouth like a fried okay. cricket. That is a weird thing I'd be willing to try. Really? But I, okay. I, I, I got. 
I, and I and I'd probably definitely have to be okay. drunk. Okay, that's that is fair. <laughs> but but I've heard those are good. But just looking at the tarantula, oh my god, I couldn't even look at a picture on Google. So I'm gonna. That's a hard pass. Right. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't I don't think I could. I don't think I could do uh, do tarantulas. All right, Jared. So my question is then, what what would you say is if you could pick any food in the world, what is your number one drunchy? I'd have to go with, and this is going to sound controversial, but I'm going to have to go with the Duna. How is that controversial? Because <laughs> I, I, I thought you thought I'd say the schnitz box or something. I don't think it would, I don't think anyone besides for you would find what I just and maybe no, Nolan, but yeah. <laughs> I, no, I think he prefers the Duna actually. Okay, I do too. I, I, to be completely honest, because. Um, one, I, I think that sh- even more than the Schnitzbox, it's you're guaranteed to get get a quality version of it in a lot of places, right. and even though Schnitzbox is simple, right. and uh, and it's it's and um, I don't know. There's just something about it that's that's it's just a perfect combination of flavors. I think, and and what I like about it is you can also get the fries. And what I don't like about things like even the curry verse, mm-hmm. which I love curry verse, which we didn't really talk about it. I kind of distracted you from that. Essentially, just uh, brought first with yep. curry yep. seasoning, like a uh, yep. sauce over it, and French fries. I like it a lot, and I eat I, I eat it. But along with all the other kind of fry related things I, I um, mentioned, I rather have a nice crispy fry when I'm drunk. I don't want a soggy uh-huh. fry, especially when I don't I'm want drunk. soggy fries. And ever. so they're the worst. You're uh, and so you're not gonna have a soggy fry with the dinner because right. there's no uh, there's nothing to right. do that. And so I'm gonna have to say that that's gonna be my ultimate. Okay, one. nice. I would, I would have to agree with you, man. I mean, uh, Dona is probably the most, <laughs> probably the most solid choice to be honest. Although I have definitely come accustomed to also getting different, like which is also kind of similar to a Dona in some ways, getting like a wrap. You know, because I feel like it's it's easy yeah. to eat. It's good. Better, I though, agree I with think. you, especially I'm a I'm a with the spicy sauce guy. I don't know if you're you're usually yeah. you usually get the shaft, don't you? No, I yeah. don't. I don't like the spicy sauce all the time, like the but pepper, I do like the, red pepper, the pepper flakes. flakes. Okay. Yes, nice. Yes, yeah, those are delicious. Um, I, I and I'm gonna have to say a close second, especially for uh-huh. America, would probably have to be pizza. Oh, pizza is definitely a really good one. I think pizza is is one of, is is uh. Much like the Duna, you can get it anywhere, uh-huh. and you're all, you can almost never be disappointed right. uh, with the That's with pizza. true. That is true. Yeah, I don't – if you – unless – yeah, I don't really – it would be really difficult to be disappointed by pizza. That is for sure. And I have been, but it's even harder when you're drunk <laughs> to be disappointed <laughs> That's by pizza. That's true. That is true. I feel like pizza and Duna were also my two go-to drunchies <laughs> usually when I was in, in Germany or Austria. That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I think we've uh, definitely had a, a good little chat about um, different drunchies around the world. Um, but mm-hmm. now I want to know, Jared, you uh, you sent me a really, really cool song of the pod. Uh, you want to share it with us? Yeah. So I, I've been trying to find some some stuff and I, I I've heard the song for a couple of years. And I, I there's this um, playlist in Spotify that my sister sent me a while ago and I just listen to it uh-huh. from time to time. And I thought about it. I was like, I bet you that song has a lot of, uh, like, uh, I bet you a lot of that stuff is not American. And um, turns it, out it wasn't, and, huh? <laughs> like, didn't even take me long to find. I was like, oh, I remember liking this right. one. And I, I looked it up. I was like, oh, wow. And so it's called How About uh-huh. Us. 
and uh, it's it's produced or like you know the the beat is produced by a DJ named uh, Catalyst, and he's Australian. And then the band is Steve. Well, well, the and then the other guy singing is Steve Spacek of the space band, the band called Spacek. I've okay. never heard of these people, but I listen to the song all the time. And it's like a and the group is like a British electronic group, oh, nice. and they have like influences from like R and B, hip hop, and and soul influences and stuff. And when I listen to it, what I, what I like about it is it kind of has like a vibe of a, of a of an oldly song with like a. Um, oh, it does. Yeah, you're right. Like like when I listen to the the dude's voice, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Ron Isley from oh, the Isley nice. Brothers or like okay. Smokey Robinson or something like that. And then when I listen to like the the beat, it sounds like a modernized version of something that like um, Teddy Pendergrass okay. would, uh, nice. would would have or something. And it's it, obviously with more computers, right. but uh, right. but I, I just I, and it, so it's it's it just kind of reminds me of a. Uh, of um, something that my parents used to always play in the car, but uh, a modernized okay. version of it, and it's got a nice. It's it's the the lyrics are not the most um, challenging. Right. I'll put it that way, but I th- but I like it. I like it a lot, and and it's um it's a catchy song. It's good for uh, like a. I think it's good to have on like a party oh, yeah. or something, or you know. And I agree with you. It, there, it definitely seems like there's a blend of a lot of different types of influences and genres in there. Which I think is always mm-hmm. really cool with music um, when you can oh, yeah. do that. Um, yeah, and I feel like it spans sure. – it just spans audiences. It spans time. It's just really, really cool. Yeah, so um, that will be up on our Twitter page. So check that out. Um, what's the yep. title of the song again, Jared? Uh, what – oh, excuse me. How there about us? How about us? Very nice. Well, Jared, uh, I've been hyping up these jokes. Uh, you really and so have. So I hope they, I hope they and, deliver. Uh... And, and I say <laughs> jokes because I'm going to give you a couple food jokes today. But first, I kind of wrote my own joke, and I want to give it to you um, and see, see what you think. Um, so here we go. I, I, like, I like the path that this this Good. I'm, I'm glad. At least somebody does. So here we go. I like where so, this is going. Now that you're writing your jokes, so this so this is a joke. So what what episode number are we on now, Jared? Today, that five, is right, the big number five. So Jared, how does a Roman order like in ancient Rome? Right? How does a Roman mm-hmm. order five beers? How does a, how does a Roman, Roman order five beers? Cinco cervezas. Uh, I didn't say a Spaniard, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know I, how you say I, beer I don't in Italian know either. Um, but I don't think it's cerveza. Cinco. But, uh, nope. Are you ready? You ready for the punchline? Yeah. yeah so yeah, the joke yeah. is, how does a Roman order five beers? Roman from like ancient Rome. He holds up two fingers because this is the Roman numeral for five, baby. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that one. That's right? pretty good. It's also good. Uh, that's actually a pretty okay. good. One. And that would be even better if um, you could if if like we weren't on a uh, audio purely based. audio that medium. That is true. And he, it, like if you were saying it's face to face, Sony, you just hold up yep. the peace sign and be like, uh, just like that. that. I like I that. I thought that That's was kind of clever, right? All right, so yeah. now I'm going to give you a couple other uh, food jokes. By yeah. the way, it, uh, feel free, please don't uh, don't let this be the oh, last I'll, time. All right, I hear I'll try joke, to write some more uh, jokes. Original for you. joke sounds good. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right, so. 
First joke that is unoriginal <clears throat> for me today. What did the baby corn say to its mom, Jared? What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Where's don't my know. popcorn? Okay, <laughs> right? He's looking for his dad. I'm mad at yep, him. Where's, about where's that. my popcorn? Right? <laughs> I mean, pretty good. Is uh, I'd argue that. Uh, your own joke was better than that, but uh, well, we'll see. Yeah, this will be a test to see if my reg- if these unoriginal jokes will uh, hold up or surpass with the original. <laughs> so here we go. Here's another one. These are all food jokes today, okay. since we are uh, food oh, themed. Okay. Oh right. Yep. I forgot food-themed. about that. That would have been yep. good to know when we were. Uh... Yep. Oh here yeah, we I go. Didn't think about that. Why couldn't the sesame seed leave the casino? Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chad. Calm down over there. <laughs> Why couldn't the sesame yeah, seed giggling like live, a little, like a uh, child? Why, <laughs> Why couldn't the sesame seed leave the casino? Something nope. about a bagel? Because he was uh, on a roll. Like a bread oh, roll yeah, and okay. sesame seed, yeah. yeah. Damn, I get I get so mad at myself when I don't uh, <laughs> when I don't get it. Like you should have known. All right, that. this one's dedicated to you, Jared. What do you call a fake noodle? What do you call a fake noodle? No, I I heard you. <laughs> uh, what do you? Call <laughs> I just can't get over you giggling now. Uh, <laughs> what do you call That's a right. fake noodle? A phony. An impasta. Ah, oh, I an impasta. I've okay. heard that one before. I should have known what that. What a. Um, Ooh, I okay, one, I let's. I mean, let's, there's the right. obvious one. What is it? I mean, this okay, everyone knows. See. This, though. Give it's it to me. Even... What is it? What do you call? What do you call uh, a cheese? That's oh, not nacho yours. cheese, my man. Yeah, of course. Right. Of course. That's a, that's I got, a I got another one. You may have heard this one. Maybe not. Um, what did the um, brother of the deceased Italian restaurant cook say at his funeral? Prego. He, he, that's what he's, he passed okay. away. Oh, he speaks I, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. In this joke, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Why? yeah by the way i love how uh italians are just the uh i mean they got all the the food jokes right. they got all the uh food right. sayings they take their food seriously i respect oh yeah that. all right i feel like americans no, don't not. take their definitely food seriously. Not. not like the italians do they definitely have a pride they're they're proud i think they should be it's good quality food the french are, pri- yeah. are proud I think of their germans food are too. as well Yep. Mexicans are proud oh, of their food, Mexican I think. Food. I don't think Germans. Are you think Germans maybe, are proud of their not. food? I don't know. I feel like some are, maybe. I feel like there are definitely still some like traditional German Yeah, here places. we have the freshest potato salad. I'm terrible hey, at that. Hey, don't, uh, don't rag on the kartoffels <laughs> a lot, my man. That is that is the bee's knees. All right, Jared, I got another joke for you. Last, uh, last food joke okay. for you. Why don't eggs tell jokes? 
because they are uh, they don't know how to crack. They're afraid to crack a yoke. Oh, you're you're basically there. They'd crack each other up. Yep. Okay. Okay. That was a good guess. Uh, that wasn't okay. bad. Mine mine involved uh, unnecessary pun right. words. But hey, puns <laughs> puns are fantastic. I love puns. Yeah. Um, puns. Yeah. Jokes. We'll have to do this more often, I think, is try to find a couple maybe untranslatable phrases related to our topic and some jokes as well. Um, that's for sure. Okay. I, 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 I always try to find I mean, yeah, I always try to find some oh, that are related. But, yeah, that was that was fun going through. That was. Uh, that was a good time. I think for some reason I'm nervous. I, the only reason I don't want to do that is because I'm nervous that we're going to, like, run out. I don't but think I don't we think will. I think there are so <laughs> many, like, phrases and stuff. There are a lot yeah, of languages out there. It's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, life has its ups and downs, Jared, um, drunchies are no drunchies. Life definitely has its ups and downs. And sometimes we just need a reason for being. So I'm wondering, do you have an ikigai for us today? I do. I do. I'm starting to hate this segment. We can, we, we can drop it <laughs> if you want. I, I'll, I have one for today and I'll get, I, I, I mean, I wish I, I could get some, um, anyway, uh, I, because it's it seems so out of place. It's it's just like a um I don't know. It just seems so out of place. But I I I do have one. It's because I I have been thinking a lot. Oh, anyway, ikigai is a reason for being, and it's just something I try to do because I'm a generally negative person. Uh, and so I like to bring some positivity into my life every now and again. So my ikigai for this week, uh, you know, I, I we've been doing this pod, and uh, I was talking last week how this is like a, another job sometimes, a job that I don't right. get paid for. <laughs> um, but, uh, but like, it's fun. Like I enjoy doing it. And I think that like, um, what I was realizing is that like, I, like I, I need to be mm-hmm. busy and I think it's, it's, it's useful to be busy, but not just like busy as a workaholic doing like going to some right. cubicle every day and like, Oh, look at me staying till seven or later than right. everyone else every day. I mean, f- finding things that you like to do and, and like obsessing right. over them and, and recognizing and, 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 and recognizing that I could do this, like I could do this forever if I wanted to. And, and it's because uh, it's fun and I like to do it and I don't mind that it, it right. actually is work. And so uh, I try to remind myself of that, especially since I tell you that like I obsess right. over the numbers and stuff like that. By the way, we have 10 uh, followers on Twitter, Ooh. not to brag. Move it on up. Uh, <laughs> Move it up. Watch out. But uh, um, uh, I, I think it's, you know, it's important to also remind myself that like I'm doing this because, uh, you know, I, I like mm-hmm. I like what I'm doing, and I don't mind that I'm busy, and, and and that hopefully I can find something like that that also makes me money, whether it's right. this or something else. So anyway, this is the last time we'll ever hear Ikigai on this. Podcast. Oh wow, bold words. Okay, <laughs> I hope I hope it's a good. I don't one, know if Jared. that's true. I I, I don't know if that's one. true. Where is your ikigai? I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true, but no, no, no. That's that's the only one. But I don't know if that's true. But um, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know if I, how I feel no. about this. All right, thing, well, we can we can always figure something out. I'll keep doing it for now. I'll do keep doing it for now, but cuz I do have oh, a couple nice. of them written down. I think uh <laughs> definitely keeping busy uh, with stuff you enjoy is a is a really good reason for being. Absolutely. Absolutely right. without a doubt. Yeah. I think uh yeah, whether whether the thing you enjoy is uh you know, munching down on some really good drunchies or uh playing some piano or going mountain biking or playing guitar or kicking a soccer ball around or doing a podcast, you know, it's uh it's all really makes life uh, a lot more exciting. I would say that's for sure. 
what what I wrote down on my uh, notes is seek success in Ooh, everything you do. Ooh, I like that. Seek success in everything yeah. you do. Ooh, that's a nice mm-hmm. little quote right there. That's solid. Yeah, I tried. Well, to... Jared, I feel like with that amazing quote, uh, we might as well send off our podcast because I don't know if we can uh, we can top that quote for today. <coughs> Excuse me, that's a pretty good one. Can you say it one more time Thank for you. us? Hey, everyone. Seek success in everything that you do. That is right. And don't forget to follow us on um, either our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Untranslatable1. Also, feel free to send us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Um, we would really appreciate it if you guys would uh, either subscribe or follow us. We'd also love to hear from you guys, get some of your opinions. What drunchies do you guys enjoy? Maybe there's some really interesting drunchies around the world that we weren't able to cover in our episode today. So feel free to let us know, and uh, we will be coming to you very soon. So thank you all so much for listening. I'm Chad with my amazing co-host, Jerry. We are the Untranslatable Podcast, and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>